The Friday Panel on the KCLR Daily with thanks to Poe Kiley Hogan Lanigan, Kilkenny's leading law firm. See a full list of our services at pkhl.ie. Our Friday panellists today coming live from the New Park Shopping Centre, Councillor Eugene McGuinness and Aoife Ward. But we've also been joined in the outside broadcast unit as somebody many of you will know as Doc. I have only just met him, so I'll give his full name. Daniel O'Connell, great to have us, uh, you in. Um, you looking forward to the game at the weekend? I am indeed. Can't well, wait. I've struggled now all morning to get these people that are in public life and every aspect of life around Kilkenny to give me a good prediction on the scores. The closest I got was John Malone when he said one point would do it and if the mayor of Kilkenny will go no further than that I didn't hold up much hope for others but um, what do you think the score will be? Well I'd rather a few more I wouldn't like to be under pressure on the point up at a couple of minutes ago <laughs> hope, you'd hope about four or five anyway you'd hope about four or five yeah. you, you, that, that's a hope do you think it's achievable? Yeah well, yeah. a great and chance we talked dur- during the break about a moment ago uh, compared to 2011 how better prepared do you think this O'Loughlin Gales team is I than that one? I think this uh, crew were very well prepared. Uh, Brian Hogan is, uh, is the manager now, and I think they'll, they'll, you know, they'll be re- they're after putting in a huge effort. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I give them. You know, I think they have a great chance. Well, listen, Daniel, it's been uh, brilliant for you to pop in. Uh, or Damien, sorry, uh, who would you like to uh, wish uh, good luck to in particular? Oh, I suppose uh, Mikey Butter, and uh, well, a whole lot. The whole lot of them, really, you know. Yeah. Why, so, why particularly Mikey? Well, look, I know them all since they came up there on the Sunday morning. I used to do the Sunday mornings before Stephen is there now, Steve McCormack. But I, I started the Sunday morning uh, street leagues in, in 1989 yeah. up there. And I know them all then. Yeah. Brian Hogan, when he came along, and his two brothers. And... Uh, yeah, I know, I know a lot of them, you know. Yeah. And I heard you saying to Pat Carroll, or Pat rather said to you that the grandson would be on the pitch at half time. <laughs> but I wouldn't like the job of trying to get him off the pitch because <laughs> he never wants to leave the club. Neve <laughs> <laughs> could have a big job on her hands, the son of that young gets out on the pitch. He won't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll oh. tell you, some short, I'm sure, will grab, yeah. grab hold of him in a fluorescent yellow yeah, jacket, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. But uh, it, it obviously means a lot to you. Personally, ah, yes. oh God, yes, I think, you know, uh, surely does. Opportunities you know, like this don't come around. No, that no, often. not very often. No, no, it's not easy win now. You know, mm. uh, Thomas has won one in 2013. I think they won. They won to be I was actually had, but um, to host us when we won the fail in in 2011 in Galway, uh, Thomas has hosted the Lachlans yeah. that year, and they were very good to us. Well, listen, I'm sure you've been very good to many, many people up in the club. Thanks oh, yeah. for popping down and having a Not chat to us. Enjoy the game at the weekend. I hope so. And uh, as I said, for, for the health of you all, mm. I hope it's more than one point yes. when it comes towards yeah. the end of it as well. Uh, Eugene McGuinness, it's, uh, it, it, people like Doc, as you call him, um, they're the heart and soul of the community, the heart and soul of the club. That's what it's all about. I mean, Doc has spent a huge amount of time up there uh, coaching and, and, and being around the Lachlan club and building the, building the club. That's what it's about. It's, about. it's about community involvement. When I go up there, I, I pay my membership, I'm there, I attend the matches, I support them. But that's what it's about. I mean, I see uh, uh, mothers and fathers up there with their kids, encouraging their kids forward. And that club is the centre of all of that activity. But the amount of work that goes on in the background, when I normally, I won't be on Sunday, but I, I normally take the Lachlan's bus. 
but uh, I'd be driving because I'm, I actually come from elsewhere. But um, when you go up there on Sunday and see those buses lined up, those those kids with their colours, all of the all of Kilkenny uh, involved in it, particularly I suppose St John's here. It's it's I mean it's it's, it's a sight to behold. It, it involves so many. And uh, I mean, as as Doc just said, I mean, Doc Doc was there from the very start. No more than my father was, actually. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I mean, last week we celebrated Thomastown and and Tullahorse Berk, and you were there out with us at, at that outside broadcast unit. Here we are today, um, celebrating all things O'Loughlin's. But really, what we're doing though is we're reflecting stories of clubs right across Carlow, right across Kilkenny, right across the country. They might not all necessarily have had that level of success just yet. But it's strange, we haven't really spent the morning talking about the importance of the success. We've spent the morning talking about the importance of the club. Yeah, absolutely. Like, win, lose or draw, those buses will be up there in Crow Park and everyone will be proud as punch of the lads on the pitch. So um, it's just about, you know, getting out there and getting behind the lads, like, no matter what. Um, and hopefully we'll come away with them with a win on Sunday, yeah. Um, Eugene, moving away from GA for a moment, I mean, we've talked about the young people, we've talked about those that have been there since the clubs first uh, started in the 1960s. Um, young people, they are the blood, they're the next generation. Um, we were talking about trades earlier on. We've seen so many people, young people who've qualified in various different trades over the years and, and go abroad and live. Um, we were also talking earlier on in the week about uh, the, the value of trades. We were talking about that on the KC Lord Daily on Monday or Tuesday this week. Um, you qualified as a, as a carpenter, a joiner, that was your, your, your trade, your stock and trade. But um, how important, uh, do you think those trades are valued? Those trades are valued uh, even more so now. Um, I suppose that the mess that was made of trades going back uh, 10 years ago where they effectively stopped taking in the apprentices and now we have a shortfall. I can see it right across uh, almost, all, it's particularly for instance in the county council. They don't, have, uh, they don't have enough tradesmen within the council, employed within the council themselves, something that I brought up uh, numerous times, that they haven't encouraged apprentices into those trades. But those trades, I mean, it's, it, it's, it, it is a, 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 to have a trade is a great business. It, it's a, it, you know, it's a good lifestyle. But as I said, and I continue to say, and I said to you off air, that if you're thinking of entering a trade, and I would encourage any, and my own son is a tradesman, he's a carpenter, Michael, I would encourage anybody into a trade, but always keep an eye on what's coming after it. Because when you get to 50 years of age on a building site, it's tough. You won't be walking around putting rafters on roofs at 55 or 60. The exceptions do, but it's difficult. And you end up with your hip and knees and hands, etc., etc., etc. So I'd, I would always encourage tradespeople to have a plan B, be it computers or always have something ticking in the background. But a trade is a most rewarding life. Absolutely. I, 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 I employed 17 carpenters. I had my own building company. I understand it like no other. But now that when I look and I see some of those carpenters that were with me, some of those tradespeople that are with me, they're unemployed. We're going to go back and talk about housing in a moment. Yeah. Uh, somebody who's got the experience of building houses. It's one of the things that, as a government, as a nation, we need to do. But just to stay on, on that point, Aoife, uh, in terms of young people, you're training in the media at the moment. Um, I'm sure you've got many, many friends, similar ages to you, who, who've left Ireland, be it short-term plans or long-term plans. Um, what do you say, do you, how bright do you think the future is for young people who've choose, chosen to stay here and develop trades and, and, and work in this country? Or should they all go away for a couple of years? Well, I will say, like, say within my immediate friend group and extended friend group, none of them are in the trades area. 
because they're female. And I think that's down to secondary schools and even before that, like where women don't have an opportunity to get into trades. That's it doesn't exist. Um, you know, it's just they don't we're not given the opportunity and maybe they wouldn't want to get into them after they try it. Absolutely, whatever, but at least let people try and we, give it a shot. When we talked about trades earlier on in the week, we were talking about them from the perspective of encouraging people to go uh, and learn and understand about them. But we were also talking about the variety of paths that people can go down having received a particular trade. I mean, just because you become a, an electrician or an electrical engineer, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be working on building sites. You could end up um, being an electrical engineer in one of the big pharmaceutical companies that are in the area. Uh, do you think the old-fashioned views of some of those trades maybe discourage young women from getting involved. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a lack of education around the area because even now I probably couldn't tell you about some of those trade jobs. I couldn't tell you what they entailed or like what area they'd get into. Like I honestly wouldn't know because I've never been educated about them. And look, maybe if I looked into them myself and I was interested in them myself, I would go and do a bit of research about them. But you know, I think there is a severe lack of education in um, all girl uh, secondary schools about trades. I'm talking about your peer group and not just focusing on the girls. Um, how big an issue within your age group is housing? It's a stupid question. I know it's a big issue, but I'd love to get the perspective on it. Is it something that, that your age group have completely written off as being something that's in their path uh, for the next 10 to 15 years? Or are they anxious about it? What's it like? Well, I'm 25 and I probably wouldn't see myself getting a mortgage within the next 10 years I don't I've I wouldn't be not having, being able to or not wanting not been to. able to no absolutely not like I I it's not even on my radar I would say and it wouldn't be something that we discuss even as a peer group because like I live at home like I wouldn't be in a position to move out and even start renting because the prices are just so extortionate and that's even say here in Kilkenny I wouldn't even like to dream of moving up to Dublin um, and like I know many of my friends now are looking into the likes of moving away to Australia and I don't know if they're going over there though for much cheaper rent. I mean, the rent is probably the same if you look if you're going to Bondi Beach in Sydney. Um, but buying, getting a mortgage, buying a house, absolutely not on my radar anytime soon. No. Eugene, um, I, I can remember looking at some data going back to my parents' generation when they were looking to start their family uh, to buy their first house in the mid seventies. You know, even working on a, 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 an average wage at that time, it would have been probably maybe one one point five multiples of of their income. Um, you know, what are we up to now? We're probably up to four four and a half times the average household income in terms of the purchase price of a house. Why has the in that disparity in growth between the purchase price of houses and uh, general average incomes? Um, do you know what it is? Um, I, I hear these calculations being done all the time about the, you know, with building inflation and with this, that and the other, the banking and one thing or another, but what it all boils down to at the end of the day is that the, the government never put enough money into the housing, never put enough money into housing. I'm not, I'm not a party bashing here, be it Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael or whoever. I don't think Sinn Féin are going to solve it either. I, I think a kind of a national approach to this housing crisis is something that we need. There is not enough houses. I deal with people on the housing list, mm. and lots of those are just under the threshold on housing. They're working and they're working hard, but they just they, they, they won't get a mortgage. And now there's an acceptance, as you just said, there's an acceptance now that we won't get a mortgage, that that uh, it's not attainable for me, and now it's more uh, a rental uh, um, attitude that people have which is dreadfully unfortunate. But is it dreadfully unfortunate, or is it just dreadfully unfortunate giving the way rentals have traditionally worked here in Ireland? There's lots of stories, for example, of people in mainland Europe, and I know we're not there, but who have rented securely 
right throughout their whole lives. If we are going to have people like Aoife in her mid-twenties, you know, not even having mortgage applications on our radar for the next 10 years, do we also need to consider reviewing how we deal with, with rental structures? You know something, it's a good point and it's one that should be discussed because certainly the Irish need to have a slight change in attitude. It's not, I need to own my own home. Of course there's a rental market out there and we have to embrace it more. I have no difficulty with that. I lived across Europe for a few years so I'm well used to the rental market and in Ireland it's a different attitude and it's certainly it's an attitude that would need to change but uh, the bottom line here is yes that, that, that plays part of it but the other part is we are just simply not building enough houses. But if, if people can't afford to get mortgages uh, will simply will building houses help or will it only help those who are in fortunate enough position to be at the top end of that bracket who, who can get in and get them first it all it depends the way those mortgages are structured it all depends on what houses are built and what kind of price ranges they're in if you build more houses i'm sure i'm sure the prices should come down as a consequence but there's a whole that's a very simple statement there's a whole lot of complications in that be it banking and be it uh, their criteria what they require from you etc which all has to change but we need to look at it because it's not working the way it is. It's been quite doom and gloom. But it, does this become a chase to the top rather than a race to the bottom in terms of, um, we're talking about practically full employment in the state at the moment. We're talking about 10% growth in jobs in Kilkenny, for example, next year. People looking for and gaining more money in their workplace. Uh, a cost of houses going up and up and up, us building more houses. Seems very similar to something that happened some 15 years ago now. Yeah, I've heard that comparison quite a few times. Um, and of course, the checks and balances should be in place. But I really don't have, I suppose, even coming from Fianna Fáil family as I do, I'm an independent councillor, but I don't have much faith in the present government in dealing with the crisis that is at the moment. I think they're just firefighting, that's all they're doing. And you've also said you don't have that much particular faith that Sinn Féin or Sinn Féin-led government... No, I don't. Um, I don't. I don't. I actually, I, I, I think that... My biggest fear with regard to the next election is that Sinn Féin would get a huge, uh, a huge vote. And I think that's bad for Ireland. And I'm not, I'm not promoting more independence, but I am promoting more balance in power. Because with Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael now, we, have the, we, 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 the, we simply have a dictatorship. Yeah. That's well, what it amounts to. It's going to be a very, very interesting year in terms of uh, predictions and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, Friday panellists today joining us, um, Councillor Eugene McGuinness and uh, Aoife Ward. Great to have you both here. Very quickly, score prediction, how many points will we win by? Uh, three points by two lockers. Aoife? Thank you very much for joining us. The Friday panel, we'll be back with you in just a moment. The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state of the art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie. Well, that's us wrapped for the afternoon. What a great celebration of everything on Lachlan Gales. Thanks to all of the crew, the team supporting me here on the show, and also all of the people here locally supporting us. Quench Coffee Shop, McCarthy's. Hennessy Sports, the girls over in Ruby Reds for giving us all those vouchers. I think I've managed to get everybody in. If I haven't, apologies. Thanks for joining us on the KCL Daily. We'll see you tomorrow, Monday at 10. Take care. Hey, give me a big the cheer. The KCLR hey. text and WhatsApp line 083 306 9696. Sponsored by Dinners Ready Market Yard Kilkenny. Our chilled meal selection offers delicious meals ready to heat and enjoy in the comfort of your home.